Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you please pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, into our flesh to take upon himself our sins. And during this time of Advent, as we wait, as we wait on the second coming of Christ, we pray that you would prepare our hearts to receive your word, that you would remove distractions from us, and that you would... Hear our prayers, our prayers of Hosanna, save us, Lord, and that those prayers would continue to ring in your ears. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have you ever experienced the sound so loud that your ears rang afterwards? Or heard something so beautiful that when you leave that setting, whether it was a concert or an opera, or a musical performance in a coffee shop, anywhere, that you heard something so beautiful that that song just continued to ring, continued to repeat, continued to flow in your mind as that sound just sits and rings in your ears. Or maybe you're like me, and when everything goes quiet, you just hear a consistent ringing in your ears from maybe abuse of the ears from surfing and loud music and all those other things. Some ringing in our ears is very beautiful and others can be annoying for sure. But it's this idea of something ringing in our ears that uh, continued to sit in my mind as we read this text today. And it's such a familiar text. We read it at the beginning of Advent, a time of preparation, and, and we read it at the beginning of Lent, A time of contemplation. This text of Jesus entering Jerusalem. And it's interesting because as we enter this text, we want to get right into it, right? We want to get right into the point where the parade is happening and he's coming into town. But there's a lot of things that happen before that. There's a lot of other things going on. There's a lot of other direction that Jesus is setting. You see, he's in control of the whole situation. He's setting the stage for the whole situation. And he knows every part that needs to be present in the middle of the whole thing. From the unridden donkey that is necessary and where it's going to be to what the guys are going to say and what the apostles need to respond to them and to assure them that they're going to bring the donkey right back afterwards. And all the little things that are in play throughout this whole setting. Now remember the setting as well. This is Passover. This is the beginning of the days as they prepare to celebrate the feast to come. It's a beautiful week. Jerusalem has grown to almost three times its number of inhabitants at this point. There's Tens to hundreds of thousands of people coming around this city to celebrate this feast that has been celebrated since the Exodus. This time of remembering the hope of God, the rescuing of God, this time as they remember the promised Messiah who is to come, this time where you hear it in the prophets, Zechariah and Isaiah, You hear it in the Psalms, this beautiful time of God's promises coming to his people. As Jesus receives that colt and the disciples lay on the colt the garments 
uh, for Jesus to ride upon an, a, as a saddle. And all the people that are gathering around Jesus before him and after him as he enters into Jerusalem as a king, a humble king, a king prophesied to come, a king from David's line, a king that would lead his people. Now, the people might have a different idea of what this kingdom is going to do, this kingdom of David that is going to come, this kingdom that their mind is going to kick out the Romans, an earthly kingdom. And see, I I can't help but imagine as Jesus rides upon that donkey, as he ponders all the things that are coming up that week, as those Praises of the people ring in his ears. Hosanna, save us now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who brings the coming kingdom of David. How those praises would just resound in his ears as this slow walk from the Mount of Olives one mile away from the temple down the valley, up through the hillside, up into the temple mount, into the area of where everybody is. Those continual praises. But I also can't imagine what was going through Jesus' mind as he pondered the days to come. As he knew what was coming ahead of him. As those shouts of praises that were so beautiful in this moment would be replaced by shouts of crucify him, crucify him, resounding from the church leaders, from the crowds. As he heard the judgment of Pilate, as he heard the mocking of Herod, as all of those sounds started to ring in his ears, as he carried the weight of your sin upon his shoulders and heard the hammer blows ringing in his ears as he was nailed to the cross, as those sounds started to resound upon his ears, as he heard the cries of his mother and brothers, as he heard the cries of the thief on the cross, as he heard all of the cries of those who had cried out for forgiveness for their sins, as he heard silence from his father, See, as Jesus rode upon that donkey, knowing these things to come, hearing those faint echoes before they ever happened, knowing what was laying ahead of him, knowing what would soon ring in his ears, it seems to be a hard balance between the two of the current praises, but then also knowing what was to come ahead of him. But see, as he was on that cross with all of those sounds ringing in his ears, with your sins weighing down upon his shoulders, as he's waiting for the sound of the voice of his father but hearing silence, he died. He was laid into that tomb where there was just a deafening silence for a while. The people waited waited for the coming of their Lord, waited for him to come out of the tomb as he had promised. And he did. He rose to hear 
the new sounds. He rose to hear the ringing of new life. He rose to hear the cries of his disciples. He rose to hear all of them as they cried out in faith, as they said, I believe, as they saw him once again, as they jumped out of the boats and swam through the waters to eat breakfast with him on the coast. All of these new sounds ringing in his ears to the ascension before his father, to hear the ringing of the angels singing, holy, holy, holy. And now, as he hears your prayers ringing in his ears, as he speaks those prayers before the Father, as he reminds the Father of who you are as beloved and forgiven because all of what Christ has done, all of what he has done for you. And now, during this season of Advent, we wait. We wait with the beautiful sounds of Advent, the bells and the songs and the hymns. We wait with the beautiful promise of God that Christ will come again. We wait with all of those sounds ringing in our ears, knowing that those promises will be fulfilled. You see, Jesus rode into town at the beginning of a celebration, preparing for the feast to come. And now, as Advent comes, we prepare to celebrate the coming of Christ as a child, but we also prepare to celebrate the coming of Christ in glory, where the sounds of the angels singing will be heard once again, where Jesus will hear your voice directly in his ear as he stands in front of you at the feast of the wedding feast of the Lamb, a time when we will sing praises to God directly in front of him, in his presence, celebrating a feast like no other and celebrating a time when all things are made new. And it's that day that we cry out, Hosanna, save us from what is going on now, Lord. Bring us to that day. Bring your presence into our midst, Lord, so that we will hear your voice ringing in our ears. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you do in this time to strengthen our hope in you. As you bring your word in so many different ways, as we hear your word spoken, as we hear your word in Scripture, as we hear your promises of forgiveness in Jesus, we pray that you would strengthen our faith to hold on to those promises and hope, knowing that Christ will come again. We pray, Lord, that you prepare our hearts during this time to wait for you. In Jesus' name.